Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's episode 122. 122. It's episode 122 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life with me, 50-day dieter Simon, and with you, possible stunt man, stunt woman, stunt person, Laura. Hello. You all right? Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, well, I'm really I'm tired. Start with an apology. We normally get one out on the weekend and we do a podcast. <laughs> no, we um, we normally do the week roundup. Just been a hellish weekend for one reason or another. We didn't get to get one done. So we're going to do it now, but we've got to be quick because it's Monday morning. Yeah. Got to get to work and stuff. Someone just said to me, did you have a good weekend? And um, we've not done anything as such, but it was one of those weekends where, you know, admin that you think is going to take five minutes, admin takes hours. And we've done it, and it's been with each child. And this has been, I don't know if other people do this. I see other people. Why is it that everybody else looks like the families that you see in, you know when you buy a picture frame? <laughs> and there's a family already in the picture frame. With the mum with the apron rounder. Great teeth. They all look beautiful. The kids look well adjusted. I, every time I see anybody out and about, or see anybody else's bloody Instagram or something, and I don't yeah. look... They're all having a great time relaxing on a yacht or brunching or something. I know, I know. We literally... Well, we got to yesterday and we were like, how how has the weekend been and gone? We've and had no time. It seems to be every weekend now, which is getting right on my wick. I need some downtime. I am shattered. <laughs> I'm off to do three hours work in a minute. I know, no, but thing. genuinely, <laughs> we just don't have any time. Weekend ran over. 50 days dieting. Well I, do, I did say that at the beginning, but I just you want to did. mention it because I'm proud of myself. Little uh, um, 50 days, swimming every day, kind of doing the, what's it called? The thing where you only eat once a day. Um, Intermittent fasting. Yeah. Right? And the weight's coming off slowly but surely. Yeah. Nobody's saying it. You know, nobody's going, you look like you've lost weight. It's coming. I'm, trust me, I'm going to get to that level. But absolutely nobody's saying it. I can 100% see it. You know when people say it, when I say, uh, somebody offers me chocolate. I can't, I'm dieting. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, you look like you're doing all right. No, you didn't say it when I walked in. When I saw my mate, Parekshit, who's the um, City 1018 breakfast presenter. Yeah. He was a little chubby fella like me. Yeah. Saw him the other day, it's gone. He's like Timothy Spall. He's lost all his weight, right? Yeah. And I, I didn't go up to him and wait for him to instigate a conversation, yeah. like vegans do. 
I just watched him and went, my God, you look amazing. What have you done? What What has he done? Is it exercise, dieting? He didn't tell you? I didn't listen. Oh, well, well perhaps you should have. No, well, I don't know. But as I said, he's the guy who had a packet of digestives every time I saw right. him in the morning when I was on mornings. So, yeah, um, I'm happy with it. It's not going as fast as I wanted it to, but I feel like we're doing it sensibly. Yeah. You know, I'm not eating any chocolate. Uh, crisps, I've, well, we bought about 15 bags of crisps. Salt and vinegar, reduced fat crisps. I've not had any all weekend. That's annoying. But I'm not eating crisps as a rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's normally just a little treat. Uh, the diets, uh, the, the no drinks, no fizzy drinks, nothing like that. I've been really strict myself, drinking lots of water. I'm not going to go on about this. It's, I'm bored. it's like listening to people's dreams, listening to the diets, isn't it? But <laughs> just want to mention it. I'm at day 50. Well done. You know, like I'll probably mention on New Year's Eve about it being another year I've not drank beer. So, you know, it, I think it's a red letter day. Proud uh, of you. Penguin update. Now, the last episode yes. was probably one of our best produced podcasts since Fantasy Reboot, yeah. which is still available for you to listen to, and we might be doing a Christmas special. Um, Yeah, we uh, put a lot of effort into it. We did a lot of interviews. People seem to love it. Yes. Which yeah. made me think, Do we should we do less podcasts with more... <laughs> Content. <laughs> I mean, I like this. It's just like a little diary update podcast. Yeah, we but do. we we have got other people lined up that we want to um, talk to, but no, not necessarily about penguins. No, no. But anyway, fallout from penguins. I've had a lot of feedback. I got an email from somebody who said, uh, "Don't give up on the penguins. I've loved penguins all my life. That were nice." Aww. And then uh, we turned up at our quiz. Bear in mind that podcast only went on on Wednesday morning. We turned up Thursday night at our cheeky quiz yep. that we do, and we received two teddy bear penguins yep. and a packet of penguin biscuits, yep. multi-pack, which I can't eat, annoyingly, because I could have ate the lot. I ain't had a penguin. I don't think I've had a penguin for 35 years. I was going to say, since the 1980s. Yeah, since I wrote me nanans or something yeah, like that. yeah. But thank you to the people who listened to it. Thanks to everybody who gave us the feedback. Some people were saying the production quality was amazing, which was nice to hear. We put some dramatic music. Yes. So that was nice, weren't it? So we've not got to the bottom of it yet. No, and if you've got any more information, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. Always nice to hear from you. Yeah. I, we're, I'm more than happy to do another penguin one. But yeah. at the minute... It's left open, like the serial podcast. I mean, there are a couple of people that have come forward and said that they'd be willing to talk about their penguin stories, but... Well, that's nice. Yeah. Now, we mentioned at the start of the penguin one, when I do my introduction and say who we are, I mentioned that you are the creator of the lasagna cocktail. How long ago does that seem? It was a couple of days ago. How long ago (sighs) does it seem? Yeah, no, it does. We are very healthy living with a cooking, aren't we? Yeah, no, we do the like a weekly order of fruit and veg and stuff like that, and and we we cook fresh meals every night. Yeah, and we we do like literally cook, cook everything from scratch. So whether that be curries, pastas, whatever, we do it from scratch rather than getting it out of a yeah. jar or tin. And then we tend to have a little bit left over that yeah. all goes into the fridge, and I hate to see it get thrown away. Yeah, well, we we in, we initially started this with Leah, which we we talked about in the past, and. You know, the idea was that for him, when he makes a curry or a chilli, you keep it, freeze it. Does you for days to come? Yeah. You don't have to eat it every day. No, no, yeah, yeah. Like Elvis and his peanut butter banana fried sandwiches. Well, well and not only are we trying to eat healthy, we're also trying to save money because we don't have any money. Yeah. So. Breach. <laughs> the two together, we thought, you know, we, we always, we never throw out leftover food. So we box up. So Whatever when you go in our fridge, be. there might be a bowl of curry. Yeah. There'll be a bowl of lasagna. Yeah. There'll be a bowl of chilli. Yeah. Whatever. You know, everything stays in the fridge. Yeah. So I came home from work the other day. Well, we'd made like this sweet potato. Um, I'm not so quite It's sure. kind of like a Mexican dish. It was a Mexican dish, sweet but it was potatoes. made with sweet potatoes. Yeah. Like it's kind of a, a veggie oh, chili. Oh, yeah, it had beans in it. It was yeah, no mince. Black beans. Uh, yeah, it was black beans and and, and, and then then I'd also cheese. made a spag bowl. So you had a bowl of spag bowl. Yeah. A bowl of kind of chili, sweet potato chili with big chunks of sweet potato. Yeah. And I just thought, well, what can I make with those two? Because they weren't quite enough to feed all of us as they were. So I thought, I'll make a 
like lasagna that's kind of a mixture of the two. You were so proud of yourself when I came home. <laughs> I know, but then do you know what I did? I stuck a tin of baked beans in. Here it? we go. Here we go. Bang, 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 bang. No, because I thought, tin right. baked beans. Well, I thought, well, he just needs a little bit more juice and a little bit more padding out. Well, beans and the tomato juice. Bish, bash, bosh. Was this happening in your head where you're going, I'll yeah. tell you what I'm going to do, Laura. Yeah. What, Laura? I'm going to get some baked beans, Laura. You're going to do what, Laura? I'm going to get some baked beans. There you go. So I came home. Yeah. Brought honey home from school. House smells delish. Is there anything better than when you're knackered at the end of a day, walking into an house that smells a nice food? Home cooked food. It is the best. Walking kitchen. There's a big, what do you call them? Pyrex yeah. dish. Massive one. Cheese bubbling away on the top. I am like cartoon eyes on stalks. <laughs> Sit down and eat it. Beautiful. And just at the end, you went... You'll never guess what was in that. <laughs> <laughs> All proud of yourself. No, but I was proud of myself that I'd made something <laughs> of like of leftovers. You know, like that that feeling of yeah. I've I've saved us some money here, and I've not been you know throwing away food. No, and it was a hearty meal. So very nice. Hey, no, no, I just wanted to because people Thanks. are probably wondering what the lasagna cocktail is because they know you will drink anything. Um, <laughs> Thursday, yeah, uh, that might have been lasagna cocktail day actually. Thursday, but it was also the quiz with the penguins. But it was also a bad day, bad day for me, bad day for the wallet because oh, I had to re-register your car, yeah, which is a bloke job. I think it know. is one of those jobs. Where, which I, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that I'm not being sexy. It's the cars in my name. Yeah, whenever we buy a car, yeah. I, I pay for it, so then I have to do all the registry and stuff because it's my name on all the official paperwork. Yeah. You know, and um, <laughs> snooker cough. Sorry. <laughs> snooker cough. Coffee went down the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, people in the UAE all know the palaver. I always pay for VIP. I'm not being lush. It's about 200 dirhams. There was about 60 cars waiting when I got down oh, really? there, and there wasn't a car in the VIP queue. So for 200 dirhams, I probably saved myself an hour and a half. Yeah. Right. You get to sit in the settee bit. Yeah. Nice yeah. leather sofas. They make your coffees. They do your business. Right. So what always happens here is when you register the car, you have to pay for the relicensing. They put it through a test. You pay for the test. Which is the equivalent of the MOT. Yeah. yeah. And then they will only re-register it if you pay your fines. Right. Yeah. Been a good year for us. I don't think we've got many fines. You know, our car's tend to re-register on a six-monthly basis because mine's, you know, my car's a different point in the year yeah. to yours. It's always a surprise when it happens, though. So whichever car you're re-registering, you have to pay all the fines. Yes. So I'm thinking, well, there might be some parking fines. I don't know. It might be a couple of hundred. Sometimes you miss them. I sit down. She says 2,000 dirhams. And I'm like, what? What? And there was a fine in Ras Al-Khaimah. Right. Which is one of the other Emirates here in the UAE. And I cannot for the life of me, it's going to be me. I'm not saying it's you. I know it. Hold my hand up. Most of the fines we ever get are me. <laughs> but I'm like, where have I been? And the only thing I can think is when I had to work, I was forced by my company to go and do a gig in Hatta. Yeah. Which is on the border with Oman. Yes. In the mountains. It's a two hour drive there, two hour drive back. And obviously I drove there as fast as I could, you know, to get there and get back. You and I had an argument on the way back. Did we? Yeah, it was the one when you were in the mall and you were all crabby. We'd be for nothing, remember? We did it on oh, podcast. when I couldn't get the school shoes and the Marmite. And yeah. The, yeah. Well, here's what. You can't get them now because i got a fine because of you arguing with me. Oh, you're going to blame me? No, hold on a minute. By then you were back in Dubai. So don't give me that. No, I was still, I was still on my way. So, yeah. So that's disappointing. Anyway, paid the fines. Yeah. Came home. Know that you're mad at me for getting the fines, even yes. though there's no proof. Uh, and by the way, sometimes you get fines that aren't yours, which is a thing here sometimes. <laughs> Mysterious fines. Mm -hmm. So that night, we go out to do the quiz and earn some money, you know, pretty much earn less than we are <laughs> yeah. spending on the car that day. Yeah. And we're driving down Garnal Sabka Street. Look it up on Google Maps if you don't live here. Garnal Sabka Street. And we're having a pretty... Normally, when we drive to the quiz... We both sort of, we sometimes get into a bit of crabbiness with each other. Well, no, but I think what it is is because we, 
it's the only time we get to sit down together. Yeah. And, and so, so we talk about life stuff. So sometimes so you'll go, oh, I spoke to Leo earlier and I said this thing about, you know, him going to Amsterdam. And I'm like, we've not talked about that. And then we're into a route. Or, yeah. you, or you'll say something about honey. Oh, uh, not to be discussed. Uh, or you'll say something about Betsy. Yeah. You know, basically, I do this course or this is going to cost this. And I'm like, well, we're getting... anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time, we're having a perfectly pleasant chat. Yeah. Everything's good. We're getting on nice. We know we've got to go and do the quiz. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. And, and then on Garnal Sabka Street, it suddenly is bright. Flash! Bright. Well, the re- I think the correct response there because I don't think you thought I was going fast. Because when I go fast, you tell me not to go fast, right? Ah, uh, the thing is, I'm a fast driver. Yeah, but we were chatting. Yeah, I wasn't racing and overtaking people. It was, I just weren't going fast. Yeah, and it flashed. It's all right saying yeah in a sympathetic voice now because what happened is in that instant, in that one flash. Oh no, I'm still mad at you. For I just looked around and went, did we just. And you're like, oh, I told you to slow down on these roads. <laughs> no. It's awful. No, it's just that thing of you just paid the fines, literally. And then we're getting, we're getting another fine. And, and that, that thing that you just said, all I could think was, we're going to work and we're earning nothing. We're now earning less. Yeah. We, we're on minus. We are now in negative equity. Yeah. And I'd like to say I didn't take it out on the 50, 60 people who turned up to the quiz that night, but I did. <laughs> Called them some very bad things throughout the evening. And I even thought to myself at the end of the night, I should go out and apologise to some people because I'd be pretty nasty. Oh, They love it though. That's part of the quiz, isn't it? I think they're used to it. Next thing. Well... Let's talk about yesterday. Yeah. We got up yesterday morning. We have finished our box of Panini football stickers. This is for the Football Sticker World Cup album. Yes. Right? We finished the... Un- so now we've probably put in 110 packs in our book. Yep. We got a pile of stickers about an inch thick, which are doubles, swapsies. Yep. So a friend of the show, Chris Huntley, who's a teacher out here in Dubai and runs... a side. His side hustle is Retro Sportif DXB. Yes. Where he does football kits and stuff. He said, come down to our Swapsy meets. So yesterday morning, me, you and Honey went to drop Betsy off. Yeah. Then we went to Alcasal Avenue, which is the hipster, little hipster quarter of Like uh, an art Dubai. area with like quirky little shops and quirky little cafes. cinema. Yeah. Coffee shops where they charge you a mortgage for a coffee. And it's, they've got coffee on beer pumps. Come on, coffee on beer pumps. I said, as I I pulled up in car, I'm like, I'm going to ask for a Nescafe. (laughs) I'm going to ask for the worst, simplest chav coffee. In a big, massive mug. They do coffee in half pint pots. You know, like, they've got, they literally do the coffee in, like, the glasses you get in a pub. Yeah. So hip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the place. Lovely place. I like, give them the props. It's called Night Jar. It's in Alcal Avenue. And the food looked lovely. Food looks tremendous. Mm. Anyway, we'd gone down there on sticker swapping mission. Yes. And do you know how so many people have said, where have you got your books? Where have you got yeah. your books? So we've ended up buying for <sighs> a few teachers, Betsy's teachers, Honey's teachers. Um, yeah. Right, so I just want to say this now. If anybody's listening to this and going, oh, I'll, I'll catch up with Simon and Laura at one of their quiz nights or i'll send them a message at husband and wife pod at gmail.com they can pick me a book up no 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 no. you're not doing it anymore well no because what the annoying thing is it's not a i'm not making anything off it and i don't mind being kind but if I, right we did one for mr ken right right mr ken right right he comes to our quiz every week and he he's the one who rounds up all the people to come to our quiz right yeah so getting him one as a gift I don't mind. Then, Betsy Pearl, can I get one for my teacher? Fine. So then we have to buy him a book, right? Yeah. Is he going to pay for the book? Is he Eckers like going to pay for the book? Well, it was Teacher's Day. So then as we're driving there, unbeknownst to me, another conversation's happened. Yeah, well, Honey wants to buy one for one of her teachers. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What's, I'm like, what's the story here? It would be annoying if someone said, here's 30, 40 dirhams, can you pick us a book up next time you go, cat boy, oh. Simon? I'd be like, nah, here's what you can do. <laughs> Drive your bloody car down there and get it yourself, right? 
Yeah. Anyway, so, back to back to the. We get in there. It's packed full of people, but there's yep. a one long table of sticker swappers. Uh, yep. There's a little family, a mum and her two kids, who I think go to the same school as Betsy Pearl. Yeah, they do. We did some sticker swapping with them. It was so exciting. What lovely kids as well. They were lovely. Yeah. And then um, uh, we did a swapsies with Mr. Ken, right? He came down. Jack came down. We did his swapsies. Yeah. You know, I reckon in the state he was in, we could have probably... Stolen a few. Done a few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I know a few more people who are going to come down this... Um, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Our friends... Um, Shelley and Rich, they, well, I don't, I think it's more Richard is doing a book, but he said, I've not had a chance to open them all. And how long does it take? I mean, I mean, I don't mean that to Richard. I mean, it does. It takes so long to I get mean, through them. We have got a process now. We are like, you know, when you see, is it the, the elves, either Santa's yeah, elves the or, or the, the seven dwarfs when they're yeah. working? Me, you and Honey, Betsy Pearl likes opening the packets, then buggers off. Finding she's, the gold stickers. She's not a sticker yeah. sticker. Me and Honey fall into this sort of unspoken routine of who's doing what. And we're like women on the factory assembly line yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 1960s or something. Like I'm ticking off your spreadsheet, which we must talk about. Um, you're you're peeling the stick, a quarter of the sticker, so it's ready to go. Honey's putting, doing the swapsies pile. We've got a great routine. Yeah. So I can imagine that, you know, how long it takes. Yeah. Anyway, your spreadsheet which is the entire magazine on a sheet to mark yeah. off whether you've got the stickers at all numbered. Yeah. It's probably one of the most short or anything where you've took your clothes off. It's the most popular thing you've ever done. Yeah, I've had some requests. I've had some requests. I need your sheet. And quite well, a few people have uh, now got my sheet. I mean, I could have sold them, couldn't I? I, I said that initially we could have probably sold them for 10 dirhams each plus. But what I think you should do now before you do any more sheets is put some podcast advertising. You know when you get uh, your wall chart for the World Cup? You get your wall chart and it's got... Yeah. It's got um, whatever biscuits, whatever newspaper. What, it's got all the advertising around yeah. the side. We need one that's got when our quiz nights are, what the name of the podcast is. <laughs> we need all our merch on it. Yeah. So can you just kind of redo it slightly and we'll take a pile of them down this week? Right. Okay. And if anybody wants one, we're not sending them out and you're not turning up at our house. Get yourself down on Sunday morning to the night jar. Yeah. No, it was fun though. It was cute. It was absolutely brilliant. After that, we had to go and do our quiz. Now we did a breast cancer awareness special, a pink quiz. Yeah. Of which we'd been to the mall and bought pink clothes. Yep. I got a pink terry towel in polo shirt and pink shorts, which I've got on now. You looked very... I liked it. And I had pink socks on, sushi yep. socks. You had a pink top on. Yeah. We get to the home by Magettigans. It looks amazing. Oh, Hats off. They, yeah. They'd really gone all out. They must have had 300 balloons. Yeah. All the balloon arches. The... They had a balloon arch. They had a balloon in the shape of the breast cancer ribbon. Yeah. All the staff had pink clothes and pink wigs on. Yeah. They had the pink gin cart. Loads with, of pink gin. Yeah. Uh, Pink gin towers everywhere. Imagine this. The place was sold out. Yep. Imagine it was sold out. No, I mean, it was. But it, then imagine this. We walk in yep. and this is the message we get when we walk in. Uh, guys, um, over 50, five zero people have cancelled this morning. They've all paid, by the way. Yeah. They've all paid. So they're not just like, they weren't it's like. It's not like, oh, we've just read that Catboy and Laura are there. We're not going. Yeah. <laughs> so they all had paid. And all had cancelled on the morning of. We so, had a COVID. Yeah. Have we not? I thought that had finished. Anyway, we had a COVID. Yeah. So that ruled out that bunch of people. Well, then there was we two some, different families with two lots of COVID. Then there were some kids who were poorly. Yeah. Now, you are not going to get a group of 50 people, all with children, with not at least some poorly children. Kids are sick all the time. Oh, isn't it it's funny? Nightmare. Like, again... That's something we didn't have during the last few years. People weren't getting sick. And now everyone's gone back to work and school and everyone's getting sick again. Have you noticed yeah. that? Like, um, again, uh, uh, Shelley and Richard, their daughter, Scarlett, she she did homeschooling and she's just gone back. And this is the first time she's been sick in three years. Yeah. Like, stuff well, we like had it, When we said it during COVID, apart from when we had COVID, yeah. 
we're pretty much healthy for two years. Well, Betsy, she's one of these that she's always getting throat infections. Yeah. Always. For those two years, didn't get one. It was so good. And then now, all the time again. So, we walk in. Yeah. You know, you're trying to motivate yourself anyway. Yeah. So that people can have a good time. The place looks amazing. We get delivered this sucker punch that literally the entire venue has had to cancel well, through illness. there was illness. one... Long table, that was it. One, like, table of eight. Table of eight in the middle. Parents, kids, babies. And that's the thing, that their children were quite young. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah, so, uh, so if they're too young to join in, there's stuff they can do, face paints, balloon benders, yeah. all that sort of stuff, and some of the stuff we um, do no, But right. when we say young, they were like babies, like, yeah. you know, they were having to be held. If, if they can't walk and talk, yeah, they can't normally join in. You know, they enjoy the music and stuff. So we were just there setting up and we're saying to each other, oh, we, are we even going to bother with it? What can we do? You know, like yeah. we want, we're here, we've written the quiz, we've done the graphics, we've done the music, we want to get paid. Yeah. Obviously, we've done our bit. Yeah. So we kind of went up to this table and we went like, you're the only people in here. And they're like, oh, is there a quiz, is there? And I'm like, they didn't even come for the quiz. <laughs> they just came for the brunch. So luckily, by the end, we had about... We had another table turn up... Um, and they, they'd come to donate a They'd donate prize. some nice prizes for the thing. So lovely. they ended up staying. Beach to brunch. Yeah. And so we had that table, we had the other table, and then um, a family that comes quite often. Yeah. So and I, then there was four or five tables turned up. So, it, yeah, it was it was nice. And actually, I think everyone understood what had happened and everyone understood that it was meant to be, you know, or it is for a great cause yeah. and everything else. So it actually wasn't, it was a nice time. Dunkirk spirit. Yeah. That's what it's called. Like like in the war down in the uh, subways. But yeah, what... It's a rally but, together. But so, so sad almost that, that, you know, all that effort. Because they were donating as well, you know, that donating thing. Donating a lot of money to charity. Yeah, that for day. every table that came, some of their bill was going towards it. I is, think they'll probably still do that with the people who... Should. And I said to them, well, let's just do it next week. You know, know. So, but anyway, we'll arrange, we'll arrange whatever. Um, now... I don't know if anyone's noticed any tension in my voice at all. We've not really discussed this much, Laura. Yeah. But um, come home yesterday. Yeah. Settle down for the evening. And then I hear a little ding on your phone. Yeah. You're reading your phone. <laughs> Laura's had news, everybody. And this is uh, this is genuine. It's not an April Fool. This is huge <laughs> and could be life-changing. Could be the end of the podcast. Could be the end of the marriage. Could be the end of everything. Yeah. Tell everybody what happened yesterday. <laughs> well, I'm I'm part of an agency thing that that Leo, Honey, and Betsy are all part of because obviously all three of the kids are into performing arts. Yeah. And Leo's done quite a few modelling jobs. Betsy's done a few adverts. So has Honey. Um, for, for things like hotels and clothing brands. Yeah, yeah. They've done that kind of thing. Yeah. You've done a few things like this, but you've also got a drama and movie background you've done acting yeah yeah so that's my background you don't like to mention it <laughs> no i don't actually but yeah so 
Um, and I do occasionally get asked to come and do different shoots or whatever, but most of the time I'm not available. I, we're, yeah. we're doing, you know, we're, we're not free. So anyway, the one I get yesterday is um, we want you for um, a feature film. This is going to be the biggest feature film to be shot in the UAE. Now, let's just think about that for a second. Yeah. What's been shot here already? Star Wars. Yeah. Mission Impossible. Yeah. There's been some big films shot in the UAE. So yeah. for these guys to claim this is the biggest film that will ever be shot in the UAE. Yeah. That's big news. We would like you to be the role of stunt double for the lead actress in this film. What do you think so they want that? you to be the stunt woman? The stunt double, yeah. Right. Okay. Who, who's the leading actress? Well, the who's <laughs> going to be in it? Well, the lead actress is going to be Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana, she was the one who was in Avatar, I think. Was she? Yeah, hold on. She was in Avatar. She was the female lead in Avatar. Right. First thing, I've just got her up on IMDb now. First thing I think of a picture when I see it, she looks a bit like Schwarzwanger, Nicole Schwarzwanger off of Pussycat Dolls. Yep. I'm going to say she's a bit more... <laughs> You've got similar hair. Yeah. Hers is She's darker than mine, but yeah. Darker than yours, yeah. Slightly different skin tone. Yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. Without being offensive to you or her. Um, but there you are. Uh, her father's Dominican. Her mother is Puerto Rican. Yes. She's American. Yeah, I've just seen another picture. You don't look like her. And I don't mean that in a bad way. But it's a stunt man, stunt woman. Yeah. Hold on. No, it can't be the new Avatar. They've nearly finished the new Avatar. Because that'd have been all right, because you'd both be painted blue. Well. Imagine getting coming home, getting that all over the bathroom, getting yourself showered up. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, why does she need a stunt double? Like, I've never said that I'm a, uh, into stunts. Who else is in it? You said somebody else were in it. David Getter's in it. David but, Getter, the DJ? Yeah. But they've not mentioned anyone else right because i'll tell you what her upcoming projects are guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind she's in that she's been in all the garlic guardians of the galaxies right yeah the adam project who do you says in it david getter yeah well that's ryan reynolds mark ruffalo jennifer garner oh no that's already out we've watched that already that can't be it no these are going back now she's got there's no upcomings Upcoming projects, here we are. I've got her upcomings now. Right, I'm, I'm not going to read all of these out on here, but there's a load of avatars. There's a few of the... Star Trek. Oh, they filmed the Star Trek out here. It might be Star Trek. Maybe, maybe. Right, okay, I'll have a read through. So, have you replied? I haven't. I think we're all on tenter hooks I here. I haven't, no, no. What's your thinking? Well, I, I feel like it's a mistake. I mean... I think you're capable of anything. <laughs> but what I'd say is, I think a stunt woman is a bit out of your wheelhouse. Well, it's not. It's not something that's on my uh, on my uh, CV. No. Like, no. like, what would they want me doing that the the leading actress wouldn't want to do? You know, like, is it jumping out Falling of a window? Off stuff. Yeah, it's getting like, smacked, getting thrown about. Uh, that's not me. That's no. not me. So, yeah, I don't know. So it's a no from you. Yeah. So the I mean, podcast continues. It was, not, it was nice to be asked, but yeah, it's not, it, I, 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 I don't know. I don't yeah. think I look like her and I don't know if I'm a stunt woman. Not anymore. There's a few people, I've, I've said there's a few Hollywood people I think you could pass off as in that role. Christina Ricci, is off of, uh, well, she was Wednesday Adams in the... Adam's family, but she's grown up now. She's about your age. Mm-hmm. I think you could be her because she's got dark hair and a fringe. Can't remember any others, but well, my current my, my current one is oh, is Winona Ryder? Yeah, of course. everyone says I look like yeah, hair off of Stranger Things at the yeah. minute. You know Winona from Stranger Things, the haggard mum yes. with no money who looks <laughs> poor. Betsy's had so many people come up to her. God, doesn't your mum look like what's her name in Stranger Things? Jet. Joyce. Joyce. Well, I put a video on TikTok. I put one of the chip advisor videos on of you doing your chip advising. 
And somebody just went, is that Joyce? Yeah. And of course, I didn't put two and two together until all this started happening. But Yeah, it's not it's not my most flattering. Well, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, I still get Claire Balding. Come on, it's not bad compared to that. <laughs> I got JFK on one of them lookalike things once. A picture of me, uh, you know, you put it in and it tells you the celeb you look like. I'm on about before the shooting, not... Who is it? Who is it? You said I could be a stunt double for yesterday. Miriam Margolis. Miriam Margolis, yeah. Shooing. <laughs> Absolute shooing. <laughs> Betsy Googles it and was like, I don't think mommy does look like her. And then Honey, because Honey's laughing because you're getting offended. I wasn't offended. I was and just then like, honey you made the joke once, but then said it about five more kept times. Going. You've, got to get, you've got to hammer these things on. And I kept going and Honey's like, who's this? Who's this? Honey Googled it and she went... She's the one who farts on live television. I'm like... That I could do. Perfect. Yep. You yep. could be a stunt double if that was being a stunt <laughs> double. All right, tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do some quick news of the week uh, since we didn't do uh, the review of the week this week. And here we go. Uncomable hair syndrome. Comable. Or- Uncomable hair syndrome. Right. This is something that affects two to 12-year-olds. It's a real thing. Betsy Pearl had this. Where she's got the maddest, when she was younger, she had, yeah. you know, once she started getting hair. I had it when I was a kid. Um, Leon, Honey, they both seem to have been all right with her hair. Well, the thing is, Honey's always had quite fine hair and straight, which is easier to brush. Betsy has always had really curly, like, hair that gets matted overnight. I tell you, um, uh, Lisa, our friend, um, she recommended the... I forgot what they're called. The, the, sham- the brushes, the brushes. Tangle teaser. Tangle teaser. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause their daughter's got very similar hair to Betsy. And she said, Oh, you've got to try the tangle teaser. So that I did. And it is one of the best inventions. Well, it's a real thing. I, sorry, I got it wrong. It's between the ages of two months and 12 years. It can uh, occur. Right. It's usually wavy, dry, brittle. And thanks to appearance, it's sometimes called spun glass hair in Latin. Pili trianguli et can- canaliculi, yeah. or chevaux incoiffable. That's a great name, chevaux incoiffable, in it in French. Famous sufferers include Albert Einstein and Boris Johnson. Einstein uh, always looked like it. Yeah, that's almost different. That's like fluff. Their hair's like candy floss, isn't it? Scientists have identified the gene common in the hair of all kids with uncombable unco- hair condition. Have they found a cure? No, they haven't. But at least right. they know it's out there. Yeah, that's that's kind of different. Okay, here's one for you. I think I told you about this in the week, but we've not done it on the podcast. Mila Kunis, who we love because she's Meg from Family Guy, and she's a good actress. She's been in she's been in a lot of films. Do you think she's good? I don't think. I like her. I, um, I like it, but I mind her as Meg. But I. Once, Anyone who's been in Family Guy. No, do you know what it is? She's one of these that's like... Well, she the, is she the bad mum's one? That yeah. were all right. Yeah, but the, 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 that's a, she's, I wouldn't say she's a good actress. I wouldn't call her, I wouldn't call her a Jodie Foster. When, I don't think she is a Jodie Foster. She no. might have asked him, could you? <laughs> no, you know what I mean. I wouldn't say she's Emma Thompson or... No, no, no. She's not a good no, actress. Oh. She's she's all right. She's she does, Cameron Diaz. She does bad comedy. No, I think Cameron no, she, Diaz is no. better. No, 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 no. That's the leak. She's she does in, bad comedies. She's Division One. She's not Premier League. Yeah. So right? yeah. Cameron Diaz is not Emma Thompson. No, 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 but she's Get a be- she's better actress. She, she does comedy way better. Are you saying that Mila Kunis is Division Two, Cameron Diaz is Division One, and Emma Thompson and Kate Winslet are Premier League? Yeah, yeah. So she's all right. I wouldn't. This say- is a good chart. Let's get on yeah. this. Anyway, we digress. She's been talking about parenting, right? I didn't even know they had kids. They've got a couple of nippers. Yeah. Uh, their kids are, I think, something like 11 and 9 years old. And she has now said she doesn't even close the bathroom door anymore because every time she goes in, they're banging on the door. Mom! Mom! Yeah. I thought you as a mom, yeah. even though you've slighted her acting ability, would agree wholeheartedly. 100%. 100%. Like, whenever I go to the toilet or get in the bath, either... The dog comes in. I don't think you get this. The dog... No, because I shut the door. I shut the door. The dog's not coming in. No, the dog pushes the door open with his nose. The cat... How do you feel when one of our pets is watching you do your business? I tell them to get out. No, but it is so awkward. The cat, the dog, and Betsy Pearl, right? And you know what it is? It's when you just get in the bath or you just sit down to have a 
number two. And it's like, Mum, Mum, where are you? Can't find my swim cap. Mum, are you, are you in there? I'm, I'm are you in there? there? And yes, it's my I'm fault. I'm sitting there smoking my pipe, reading yeah. my paper in the dad's chair. I don't smoke. But that's probably why now I don't bother yeah. locking or... or. I hate that you get a toilet with door open, though, but when even when it's just me and you in. I just, on a side note there, I was just thinking about when the cat watches... The dog will not come upstairs unless it's bedtime at night. Yeah. The cat obviously thinks the house is its house. Yeah. So if the cat's ever in the bedroom during mummy and daddy time, I often think to myself, not at the time because my mind's in other places. Yeah. I often think to myself, is this like us watching a David Attenborough? Well, the cat's watching going, I always oh, have that thing, especially with cats because they've got, they're so mysterious. I, I wonder if the cat was is somebody else you know like we were talking yesterday about the cold quantum physics conference let's not get into that which has gone has blown <laughs> betsy's it's mind it's gone viral it has freaked her out and she wants to she is proper into this and wants to research it but but you know like i wonder if the cat was once somebody else and i have that feeling when she's like looking at us and i'm thinking who is it who's watching <laughs> I hope it's not one of my exes. <laughs> uh, the quantum theory thing we probably do on another. We, we, we tried to explain quantum theory to the kids last night to Betsy, but I and, still don't get it. And um, well, I didn't want to say it. I tried to explain it to you three. No, no, no. I mean, we watched a clip from a documentary, which Betsy wants to watch the full thing. Yeah. But I took away something different from what you took away from it. So I obviously didn't quite understand it. Yeah. In the way that I thought it was. So. I mean, it is kind of mind-bending. Yeah. But when you hear it as a little... I mean, she was absolutely the most... One of the most blown away things I've ever so seen. The last thing she said, and the first thing she said this morning, I've got to talk to this lad in my class. He's like, he's, he's so good at science. He's so good. He will be... Oh, yeah, so she's on it. Good chat, though. Let's move on. I mean, I've had this sitting here for a few days now, but I feel like you and I have talked about it for ages. This is really good. And we ran this past our girls and they didn't seem overly fussed about it. We're talking about an austere Christmas. Uh, A lot of these stories come from the UK where people are really struggling with the cost of living, the bills, getting shafted by the government, all of that, right? Yeah. So I read this story, did it on the radio last week, about this mum, thrifty mum, Kirsty Collins, who let's just say, is going to write on the Santa list this year just five gifts per child. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, Santa has got more generous over the years, I think. It's children used In to In our get. house. Yeah. I could do with having a word with him. Yeah. Same word I wanted to have with you about buying the sticker books. Anyway, she came <laughs> with a list of five things. Yeah. And it's a really nice little thing. So it's something they want, something they need, something to wear, something to read, and something to do. Yeah. Well, isn't that a great little list? Yeah, it is, and I, but I think our girls were would have would be more than happy. Yeah. To, to only get that, I mean, and I agree with the list. I feel like, um, whenever I chat to Santa, I always request a book. I do request a book, uh, for them, and normally we get them like a board game some sort of game we so that we can all play you know so we do we do cover this list but perhaps i've already found one for this year by the way and i have not told you about it yet because i found it this morning on toilet tiktok i got my uh first ever one christmas present really yeah okay well look um something else that this is brand new news this morning yeah there's a new survey out now i would normally save this for next week 40% 40% of parents this year are saying they're not going to exchange gifts with each other. It's just about the kids. Now, we've done this mm-hmm. in years gone by, haven't we? Yeah. When times have been particularly tight or the year we went to Lapland, for instance, yeah. we put the money into that rather than buy each other stuff. There are times when we're a bit more flush when it'll be, I'll get you something expensive, you'll get me a yeah. phone or something like that. But obviously, times are a bit tight. But I think, uh, I think as long as you're both on board with that, yeah, yeah, you've got to both stick to it. Yeah, and one of you can't have said you wanted a trip to Amsterdam and Berlin earlier in the year as your birthday and Christmas present and then bring up the let's not buy each other anything this year thing when when the other one of you has got his birthday and Christmas still to come in, in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> to be discussed off air. Um, 
This is a quick story. You know, like, I think you've probably always done it. You're beautiful. You've always, you know, kind of not bad to talk to as well. You, you've done all right in relationships, right? Yeah. I have done all right. I'm not saying I've done all right. Most have been a car crash, including this one. You mean you've, you've not been... You've not been not able to get girlfriends. There was a time as a teenager, just like our son, when I was like, this is never going to happen for me. I'm ugly. I'm like Shrek or something. I didn't realise that. I didn't realise just how good looking I was. Right? Right. Don't do anything sarcastic there or I'll edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) If you just hear a weird cut now, it's because I've edited (laughs) out the truth. So this lad is 23. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say he's a man. And his name's Ed Chapman. He's had no luck on the dating apps, which is remarkable because... Really? Our son has been banging like the tail store in the wind. Yeah, well, I had Lewis Capaldi talking about it the other day. He's yeah. always on him. Uh, well, if, if Lewis Capaldi's having to do it. Yeah. But it seems to me that it's fish in a barrel getting laid on the dating apps, right? So if this guy's not getting laid on the dating apps, he's doing something wrong, right? He has put a billboard of himself up next to a motorway in Leeds... Oh. The M621 saying, like, looking for love. He says he's had an influx of interest from 18 to 48 year old women. How old is he? 23. Ah. Those 48 women should shake themselves. But is it romantic? Um, no. Uh, there's no. There's no reason why that person can't get on the dating apps. And the fact that he's having to do that, I mean, they, they don't, they're not cheap, are they, these billboards? Yeah, so he works in marketing, so I think it's a thing, you know what I mean? I uh, think it's probably a company So, yeah, thing. it's a... Yeah, anyway. So, but no, right? No, nah, it's not going to make me call him. I, I can't believe the uh, thing about the uh, the dating app's not working. <laughs> I just got, I yeah. genuinely... Yeah. We are now watching secondhand as somebody is going through it like going through a phone book. It's out yeah. off the chart. Couple of health things. First of all, toilet time in the night time. This has never happened to me in my life. And I've heard men of a middle age, oh, I'm up three or four times a night going to toilet. Mm-hmm. More recently, I've been drinking a hell of a lot of water. Yeah. And... Um, I've had to go a couple of times at night. Not much, though. And yep. I think I'm back off it again now. Yeah, it's annoying. I've been reading about this. Uh, apparently, you've got to stop drinking coffee or tea six hours before bed. Okay, well, we don't do that. No. You've got to stop drinking booze four or five hours before bed. We don't do that, or I don't do that. I stopped drinking it four or five years before bed. <laughs> uh, juices, milk and sugary drinks two hours before bed. Well, the the above two... So no. Yeah. Um, but water, you can drink and you can have it by your bed through the night if you need it to stay hydrated. Yeah, which we both do. We both always take water up with us. And I do sometimes wake up in the middle of the night with like real thirst. All right. Next health thing, the soleus push-up. Now I want you to do this. I want you to sit up in your chair and put your feet flat on the floor. Oh, me. So apparently this exercise tricks your body into thinking you're doing loads of exercise, right? It can. It's called the soleus push-up. It can boost your metabolic health. Uh, what else can it do here? Lower blood sugar and burn fat. So you, this is what you've got to do. The average person spends 10 hours a day sitting down. Yeah. yeah? So from your sitting position, yeah. you've got to keep your toes on the floor, but lift your heels up as high as you can. See, I can't do it because this desk. Lift your heels right up. You feel the burn in the calves, yeah? Yeah. Right up, hold it up, lower it back down. Now, you've just got to sit doing that every time you sat down. Up and down, up and down the yep. whole time. Apparently, it's a miracle worker. The soleus push-up. Uh, it was coined by Professor of Health and Human Performance, Dr. Mark Hamilton. And he says it's got all these benefits to you. These muscles send signals to different trigger, bits of your body. They trigger it off. Triggers it all off. Okay, well, uh, I'm, I'm, I like these little... Uh, Tricks. Yeah. You know when you sat doing your work at the table or you sat watching telly, you can do it without thinking, can't you? Yeah. Solius push-ups up and down. Well, do you know what? I'll give anything a go at the minute because every time I sit down, I'm in so much pain with my hip. So if that, if this little exercise helps my uh, joints, then I'll give it a go. And the other thing, just to finish on quickly, uh, the other bit of science, they're saying you've got to eat your dinner at five o'clock. If you eat it any later, it's unhealthy. But if you eat it 
at five. It's the magic time if you want to maintain a healthy weight, avoid obesity and shed a few now, pounds. Now, this is interesting because I feel like the Brits are the only people that eat their dinner around five, six o'clock in the evening. Because we live in a country uh, of many nationalities, yeah. right? Leo and Honey have always said their friends eat their dinner around seven, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. All of their friends. Now, you know, I'm talking about like Spanish, South African, you know, First Sri Lankan. thing I thought of was the Spanish. The Spanish tend to eat at like 10, 11 o'clock at night, the ones we know. Yeah, and and, and these are like young kids as well. But but like Betsy's, uh, sorry, Honey and Leo's age friends, you know, they say the same thing. They're like, why do you guys eat your dinner so early? Yeah. Now, I don't think we do. Like we, like if yeah. we... Shut if, your face, we eat it at tea time. If we eat dinner at six, half six, that feels late to yeah. me. So... We do try and tend to eat between five and, and six-ish. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's interesting that they're saying that, yet... Well, I think it's the same thing as the drink. I think it's that thing about getting it through your body before yeah. you go to sleep and you're sleeping on the food, okay. really. Or help with your sleep and everything. All right, that was a bit of a whirlwind, but we got through it all. Uh, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be back sometime in the week, I guess, next couple of days. Yep, have a good one. See you later. Bye. Bye. Wrong one. The end. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.